It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for October 11th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 70 in the house, a.k.a. the finale of Big Brother 10. Um, <laughs> so uh, here we are. We're going to talk through the day. Uh, of course, Bowie's the HOH and uh, Cam and Sari are uh, on the block at this point. There's going to be some conversations. Cam's going to be talking through some things and there's going to be plans for next week. And with me to talk through all of that is Maggie. How are you doing, Maggie? Hi, Taryn. Hi, everybody. I'm good. It's fall time. It's Big Brother season still somehow. But, uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready to chat about it all. It was sort of the feats were fun yesterday. So it's it's going to be fun to get into. Yes. Uh, basically, I think what we have here is Cam just continuing to spiral. Um, and uh, and then. Pretty much, I guess, like people making fun of him for spiraling and ignoring pretty much everything he's saying and then just planning for next week. Uh, it's one of those weeks like Cam has he's already dumped everything he has. Nobody's really listening to him anymore. Um, and uh, and people just want to sort of uh, figure out what 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 are they doing? Are they throwing the HOH? And the answer is. Yes, for pretty much most of the people. <laughs> like, I can't. I mean, we're at final nine. Like, this is the moment. This is what's annoying to me. It's like, do you know what show you're on? This is when the moves need to be made. Like, this is when, in order to set up the end game that you want, like, I I feel like there are three distinct phases to the season. There's the pre-jury where you got to be in that big alliance trying to make your way through there. Like in, you know, Big Brother lore, you got to be in that big alliance. Then you hit the jury. You have to go hard, make a couple of really strong moves so that you set up your end game so that you can make it to the final two so that you're in the center of whatever's going to the final two. And like the fact that they're like, nah. It's all right. This is good for us. We're still in the center. It's like, ah! I think the most annoying part about uh, all these players talking about throwing the HOH is that most of them won't. It's just wasted, wasted conversation because when they get there, they'll probably just try to win anyway because that's what people tend to do. It's very rare that you actually get somebody just straight up throwing to anybody that will uh, be thrown to. And so people just end up competing for it anyway. And it's just, it's just wasted air. Um, but, uh, we're going to talk through all of it. Of course, uh, Cam has been backdoored and he is going to talk to Corey in the morning in their robes, in the nomination chairs, uh, still a no. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but <laughs> Corey's a lost cause. And I mean, you should know how much of a lost cause is how much of a lost cause Corey is after his conversation with America that happens like 30 minutes later. But yeah. Yeah, he's he's like, I'm a shield. <laughs> like, you're a scary shield, dude. Yeah, you're not a shield if you can win and actively target me. That doesn't mm -hmm. make you a shield. 
he starts talking those two Jag and Matt they have the game rolled up uh, okay fine I get it I get it keeping me means you have to change all your plans change what you have lined up I, I wouldn't ask you to do uh, but he does ask well what can I ask, what, what would you have done if you had won HOH this week where he's like target you <laughs> like, well that makes me feel better <laughs> I was only going to do that after I heard you almost backdoored me well I almost backdoored you because everyone else wanted it to happen. Then why didn't it happen? Because they wanted you to stay to go out to be Blue's target. And, and that's the issue is that like that is the truth, right? Like they sort of set it up and then they backtracked. Mm-hmm. But like when you present it to somebody like, well, I only did it because everybody wanted me to. And then the reason that I didn't do it is because Matt and Jag didn't want me to so much like. People are like, of course, if I'm hearing that, if I'm Corey in America hearing that, I'm like, great. They defended us to you. Like, what, what do you want me to do with that information? Yeah, I mean, the, the reality of it is that at the end of the day, when it, it, it matters most who didn't want to do it. Yep. Like, they could have wanted to and then backed off. And then them wanting to got him to want to do it. And then he wanted to. But he didn't back off. They did. So, like, that's that's the thing that matters the most. It's so convoluted. The way halfway through what you just said, I was like, and then they backed off, and then they did the back off, and the, the <laughs> it's like, oh my god, yeah. what level of metagame are we on? Where it's like, um, like I, I guess like the 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 main thing is, and not to say that Corey is fully on this level either, because he does trust Matt and Jag more than he should, but like. Cam is just consistently, persistently in an anti-Corey state, uh, just ready to be activated by anybody giving him permission to go after Corey. So, yes, Matt and Jag at one point gave him the permission, um, but then Sorry. they, then they I just stopped. Think of him as like a robot where like you have to put in the code and then he'll do like what he's programmed to do. Yes. And then they pulled like the uh, the fail switch or whatever because they didn't want. They were like, oh, gosh, we, we set him off and now we got to pull the fail switch so that he stops. <laughs> yes, he, he is. He is an anti Corey Terminator. Um, and <laughs> the second anybody presses the button. Uh, he gets activated against Corey. And right now, nobody's pressing the button anymore. And so he's like, so I'm not coming after you, see? Mm-hmm. He's like, but you're designed to target me. <laughs> and they all have the code. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I'm the only person who has the code. Yeah. Um, Corey is later going to recount this conversation to, uh, to I think, Bowie, Jag, and maybe Blue. Uh, and this is this is how he describes it. What, what would you have done? I'm like, I would have targeted you. He goes, you would have targeted me? I'm like, yeah, I would have targeted you. He's like, well, that makes me feel better. I'm like, <laughs> I'm <bet>. glad. <laughs> good. I'm, it's good to hear. And the truth is, I would have put daddy up. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, stop, dude. Daddy would have gone on the block, and I would have tried to be daddy on the veto, and then daddy would have gone home. Oh, that is I have 6 to 0, daddy. You have been evicted from the big brother house. Wait, five- t- why did you do that? Why would you do that to all of us? I did. Listen, Corey did it, not me. What? Well, you know what? Actually, this is classic Taryn because you didn't want to have to say that. You knew it was a good clip and you didn't want the clip of you going around saying that infamous Polly Calafiore clip of you talking about the subs. Oh, see, this you is mean? this is where you're wrong. I had to make the judgment call. Do I get to say it or does Daddy Corey have to say it? <laughs> my god oh gross gross (laughs) gross um Corey talks to bowie he tells her about cam's pitch he talks to america obviously they're not gonna go along with it he tells bowie though that uh he says here's the thing i trust matt and jag because i know that if they took a shot at me you'd be pissed at them Bo's like, right. Yes, I agree. That's exactly correct, Corey. Uh, he's like, yeah, we hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. Um, 
just like the most classic Corey misread. Like there's just a lot of misreading going on, obviously. I mean, there's a reason that at the top of this, we were like, what? Why is everybody throwing? Like the misreads are just flying around. And this is like, but this is also classic Corey where I don't know how he's made it this far, honestly. Like it's a miracle that he's made it this far because he just like, I remember during Big Brother 20 when Tyler would be like, you know, like a knife's edge from everything crumbling. Like all it would take was two people like going together and having a conversation. And like Tyler would just be like walking slowly into the room, like unconcerned. Like that is Corey, but on like the opposite end where like it's a knife's edge of it, like being successful and somehow every week it's successful and he's not targeted. But I just, I mean, the, the misreads are very strong. He's in so much danger. He's been in so much danger and he just doesn't, you know, he just doesn't see any of it. Well, so something else he talks to Cam about, uh, is that, um, he's not really having fun. (laughs) He doesn't really want to be there anymore. Um, and he's like, and I, I get, I know that like later I'm going to look back at this and I'm going to be like, that was amazing. And I wish that I could have spent more time there and, and whatever. But like the idea of not being here is so appealing to me right now. <laughs> um, I don't blame him. Like I said, I literally like Izzy was at the RHAP event and I was like, I can't believe you're here. My entire nervous system would need a complete overhaul after even being in the house for like five days. Like, I don't blame him. It's a long game. Everybody's exhausted. Like we've seen the way that Sari is like, I'm so over this. And she's the most seasoned player. Maybe like to be in one of these games, you know, she's been on basically every other reality TV show. It's a marathon. Like it's a true marathon. And I think that for Corey, like, his attention is now he has a girlfriend and like he can he has things to look forward to like immediately after the game is over with his girlfriend that like he's already he talking about like meeting her parents She's yeah gonna be, it's like, gonna be weird like like he is thinking about that more than he's thinking about the game and like I, of course, I'm like, get your head in the game. You know, like, this is what you're here for. Three years from now, you're going to be so sad that your head wasn't in the game. I mean, maybe. I I don't know him or how he'll feel. But, like, um, I also understand psychologically, like, it's been exhausting for him. He's been playing from the bottom, like, for the first half of the game. He flipped it. He totally mismanaged it. He has a girlfriend. There's this guy who's leaving this week who, like, is being weird about them. Like I understand psychologically why he's like, I'm over it, but I mean, it's coming out in the gameplay that he's over it. Yeah. Uh, so Matt and Jag are going to have some conversations with Suri and Felicia, uh, throughout the morning. Um, and really throughout the day, um, Bowie had sort of prepped this the day before as well. She had talked to the, both of them about like, Hey, a final five of me, Matt, Jag, you, and you two, Suri and Felicia, um, which is pretty much the ideal final five that Matt and Jag are angling toward um, themselves, Bowie, Felicia, and Suri. Um, and then they would, you know, theoretically their plan would be take out uh, Felicia at five, and then, uh, and then you know, who knows what happens from there between Matt and Jag and Suri. Uh, but... Um, but that's what they're looking to get toward. And so they're going to have some conversations. Uh, Jag talks to Sari. How do you feel about next week? She's I rock with y'all. Uh, they talk about working together. She's somebody that Jag has always wanted to work with and wants to work with moving forward. And um, just lots of little talks here and there. Um, it's It does uh, decently well with Felicia, uh, but Sari is still pretty skeptical. Yeah, I mean, like she's seen this before also like especially she trusts matt at this point you know like much more than jack and yeah much much more than jack um and i think that she just like understands that if she like her path is much harder she wants that final five of the women because her path would be so much easier and 
I understand. Like, I, I completely get why she wants that, but she's got to figure out how she's going to make that happen. I have faith. It's Sari. But uh, you got to figure out how you can make that happen when these competitions are just going to be, you know, won by people like Matt and Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Matt and Jack talk again and they're again, it's it's just really like so many little conversations throughout the day. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a, a lot of summarizing here. But um, basically over the course of the day, they have those conversations with Serene Felicia. They're feeling better about that. Um, and they're also talking more with Corey and he's telling them about daddy cam and, uh, it's getting them to feel more comfortable. Uh, and they, they start to flip again because they'd been on the, on the, uh, the side of let's get Corey out next. Um, but they're starting to flip back over to maybe because we do want to work so closely with Suri and Felicia blue is a little too close to Suri. Maybe we do take blue out next if we can, but that's all kind of null and void theoretically because ideally we don't even want to win the HOH at all. We want just Blue or Corey to win so that they target each other uh, because they do genuinely believe that they are still targeting each other right now, which is true right now. Both Blue and Corey are targeting each other. Uh, however, you do still maintain the risk of that changing next week when the incentive is to dump everything that you have. Yeah. And also like if America or Corey wins and they have blue up there, who are they going to put up next to blue? And then if blue wins the veto, what are they going to do? Like blue only being one person is very dangerous for them. I agree because so the plan is theoretically blue and Felicia. Um, and, uh, and, but, but they're, you're correct. Like there's going to be eight people in the house. Two people won't be playing in the veto. Mm-hmm. Um, what if those two people are Matt and Jag and now all of a sudden blue is the best competitor in the veto. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even just one of them is competing and, uh, and blue who has actually done pretty well against, uh, against the two of them, uh, just happens to win one of these vetoes. And now all of a sudden. Let's face it, it's Jag. Jag's screwed. Yep. Uh, Jag's gone, just like that. When there was no reason to be. When, when, if, if, because theoretically in this scenario, they could have won HOH and they didn't. Just win the HOH. And now you're going into the following uh, uh, HOH, having taken out, say, Blue, if that's the person you're looking at mm-hmm. the most right now. Okay, now Corey and America are coming for you again. But at least now you have like a, a better shot of, um, uh, of like Bowie or Matt or whoever winning the next mm-hmm. HOH, which is also probably going to have some physicality to or, it or whatever. Or even if in that next HOH, Corey, Amer- Corey or America win, there's only one person who doesn't play in the veto. And it, like, if you are up there with Matt, like, and, and one of you guys come down, like if I'm Jag and I'm up there with Matt and one of them comes down and Bowie goes up, like then you have wiggle room. You know what I mean? Like versus if it's Corey in America and Blue's still in the house, like there's a back door that can 1000% happen. Yeah. Um, so listen, uh, the, the again, the thing is, I think this is a terrible plan from Jag mostly, <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, because Jag is the one that's going to pay the price for it most likely if it actually happens. But again, the thing is that like, I don't actually think they will throw when it comes down to it. Uh, I think the scenario that allows for them to throw this HOH to specifically Blue or Corey or whoever um, is, you know, like, what is it going to be like? It's easy to throw questions, you just answer the wrong thing. But if this HOH is like, I mean, I guess what could, I mean, if it's slip and slide, like they all think it might be. Come on. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I how Jack, do they throw that? Jack falls and is like, I'm hurt. I can't go on. <laughs> like they would have to like just dog it so hard. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, maybe there'll be an extra little bucket that says five thousand dollars, and they'll go or or safety as they've been talking endlessly about. Um, either way, it's probably not worth that much discussion uh, yet. Um, so we will see what happens there. If they do throw it and they go home, uh, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> Taryn is over it. He's over it. <laughs> Well, here's the problem. 
They're not the only ones that are going to start talking. No, about I know. I was watching the feeds, but that's what I'm saying. You're over it. Like it's so it's easy. It's easy to be like these dummies. I can't believe they're talking about throwing the. But when half the house is doing it, it's like, what are we? What are we doing then? It's like weird. This house is weirdly. Okay, this is what it is. It's amazing that we've gotten like two gigantic power shifts basically in the house because at their core, these players that are left, not Suri. I think that that she's different, but like at their core, these players who are left want to play like basically passively. Like they're sort of passive players. Like they want to react more than they want to plan ahead and like move forward. So it's, I'm like, how did they have these power shifts? This is like, you know, this is such a fun cast in that way. But I, I am like, I only this cast would have 90% of them wanting to throw at the final nine, but it's because they want other people to do it because they're passive. Yeah. You know, I, I, we talked to Sophie about this a few weeks ago that um, I, I said that like the big brother game can only handle so many like structure collapses uh, mm-hmm. before it becomes impossible to build more structures because mm-hmm. uh, you had like the, the big Siri structure fell apart. And then you had this like makeshift mat and jag structure that came yep. after it. Uh, now that's kind of fallen apart. Um, mm-hmm. But the benefit of their structure was that even if it does fall apart, they still are in a winning spot because of just their physicality. Um, and so now, now everyone's just like playing no structure games. In fact, when Corey talks to America later in the night about like, hey, I, I, I talked to, you know, Sari about like four of us. She's like, what? Four? No, no, we're not making another four. That's not. Whoa, no, that'll blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like people are terrified to make actual alliances um, because they all have blown up at this point. And so they're all just playing not on like relationships, but on incentives. They're playing like, OK, this is where everyone stands on the chessboard. If we make this move then we leave ourselves exposed to this move. So ideally, we get somebody else to make this move so they're vulnerable and then we make this move. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is that everyone is thinking that way. Uh, mm-hmm. And so everyone is in the standoff of like, who's going to take the first shot so that, that we can then pounce on them. What is fascinating to me about this house is that, well, maybe it's not fascinating because they got rid of everybody who didn't conform within those first couple of weeks. But this house is very... um like they understand the house dynamics in a very specific way. Like everybody who's left, like really understands the way that they have to play with each other. Like what you're talking about, like the, they're all afraid to make alliances. You're saying that, you know, all of the, the house can only take so many shakeups before things crumble. But also I think that like, the way that Suri smothered the game at the top of the game made everybody too afraid to like stick their neck out and go out in front. And like, even when they did, it got blown up so quickly. Like I, I almost feel like this house is full of people who are like, okay, so we don't do that. You know what I mean? They've all, they've all lied to each other so Mm -hmm. many times and been caught lying to each other so many times that it's like, they've, they've all sort of recognized that, there is no trust in this mm-hmm. house. Um, like nobody trusts anybody because they've all broken each other's trusts so many times over mm-hmm. and over and over that they've recognized, okay, this is, this is just it. The only people that have trust are the, the pairs uh, mm-hmm. and, um, and Matt and Jag have one thing left over, which is Bowie. Uh, they have the, the Bowie trio of trust. Um, but, uh, but like even Suri and Felicia, they're like, we don't really trust each other, but, but we, we have need to each be other. Yeah. Uh-huh. Each other. Uh, Blue has uh, a little bit of leftover trust in Matt and Jag as well, but also is just looking at incentives and looking to go after them eventually. Corey and uh, America don't trust Matt and Jag, but they trust what they read as their incentives in the game. And so that's what it's, that's all that's left. There's no personal game left except for Suri, where everyone kind of trusts Suri. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a fascinating conversation. Like the way that the house culture 
is so specific to a season. Like, and, and it's so the thing about Big Brother that I love, and then and then we'll get back to the update and like less meta game. But like the thing about Big Brother that I love and like what it taps into that I love is that like we're talking about motivations, but and like experiences that people have that inform their actions. But like in this game, like from the second that they walk in, we've gotten to watch every interaction essentially that they've had with one another. So the reason that like Corey and America think that Jag and or that Matt and Jag think that Corey and America are going to go after blue is because of all of these little interactions along the way that we've seen that we can point directly to. It's just like so fascinating to see how we ended up here, like with all of these smaller moments throughout the season. Yeah. Corey or Cam is going to talk to America. Um, he gives, he gives a pitch to her and Corey in the bathroom. Um, he starts to, uh, but before he can even really start, America is just like, I, I think it's done, Cam. You, mm. you can give it a rest. Um, you, sh- you shouldn't have pitched our names to Bowie. Uh-huh. Uh, and Cam is like, well, are you going to separate game from personal and still just at least hang out with me? It's like, I have no choice, Cam. <laughs> she starts doing her hair. Yeah. It's silent. He's staring at her. Uh, and then from the bathroom. I can't poop in here with you two doing out that, that out there. Gross. <laughs> um, Cam says. Ah, I guess next time I play, uh, I, I won't talk so much. So I'm not implicated in the things that everyone was in on. America's <laughs> like, I don't think it's implicated, Cam. Uh, can I can I just talk without one of y'all debating me for a f- second? Jeez, what I was trying to say is that everyone was in on it. She's like, I know, Cam, and I don't care. She's like, all right. She's got the curler. She's like, all right. <laughs> oh, and let me tell you, uh, those of you confused, what, what next time? What does he mean the next time I play? Oh, yes. Cam has been talking about how uh, he has definitely done enough to be successful out of this house. Uh, he knows this for a fact. Um, and here's the thing. He's uh, probably being told that in the diary room, and he's also probably not wrong, given his edit. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, I think that we've we've already spoken about this on the podcast, that like, I think a future AFP is in the works here, you know? But <sighs> we know the truth, feeders. We know the truth. <laughs> So uh, Cam ends up like this. It goes back and forth. Cam leaves the conversation, goes into the scary room with Jag. Uh, She follows him in. She's like, are we done? Like, uh, Jag, he was just throwing you under the bus to me. We hadn't finished the conversation. Wait, you missed the part where he pointed at her and said, you're incorrigible and got up and left. I mean, she's incorrigible. What can we say? All right. All right. Incorrigible. What is this pride and prejudice? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Emily Dickinson. Give me a break. Incorrigible. Uh, I think that I would hold on to that forever if somebody in the Big Brother house called me incorrigible. (laughs) Incorrigible? (laughs) Um, She leaves. Cam talks to Jag. And Cam's like, all right, Jag, don't give me the silent Jag thing. Give it to me real. I'll give you an offer. If you just let me know what the hell went on, I'll give you my vote in the end. I think you deserve it. Jag's like, classic Jag in a confrontation. Uh, I mean, you you know what's going on. You're on the block. (laughs) Cam's like, no, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm trying to. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. I just need to quickly. That was the joke. That was, that was the joke. Um, Cam is like, uh, listen. Well, Corey is telling me no, which means I can't stay. Uh, he has too many things set up. Uh, he doesn't want to change that. Corey's got too many things. Um, so I just want an explanation of what happened. This week, Jag's like, well, you know, that night 
<laughs> we talked and you'd said some things. And then you got put on the block. <laughs> Cam's like, you didn't say anything. Just that. <laughs> you didn't say anything at all. Just tell me why. It's like, I just told you. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> and I do appreciate Cam being like, you just said words. Those were just words. That wasn't, oh my God, it's so good. It's like Jack's face was exactly like Jack's face when he was in that chicken suit. <laughs> and Miss Felicia brought him into that room. Oh my God, it's so good. So good. Uh, no, he also was like, he was like, well, we talked about it the night before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's face it, though. Uh, Cam will definitely still vote for Jag because uh, as long as he's up against a woman. Um, so uh, retells continue of this argument. Uh, that's when we get Daddy Cam. Um, and. More discussions take place. Uh, Felicia and Sari, uh, they keep talking about what they want to do. Felicia, Felicia's idea is that, uh, okay, yes, Matt and Jag are a problem. Um, but if you think about it, the biggest issue is that we need the women to all work together. Uh, there's, there's five of us left in this game. All of us need to work together. But stupid America wants to go after blue because stupid blue will won't stop going after Corey. Uh, so we need to just resolve this situation and just get rid of Corey. If we get rid of Corey. Then all of the women can work together against Matt and Jack. Uh, and we can take Jag out and then we can bring Matt to the end. Um, but, uh, but until Corey leaves, America and Blue are going after each other and they're sitting pretty. So we just need to get Corey out. I, I see where her logic is in that. Like, I do. But, like, who do you think is going to win the competitions to get out Matt and Jag? Like, I... The, the competitions just are such a sticking point and it's very, very difficult for me to get... Like, if I'm in that house immediately i'm like who's gonna win competitions we gotta get them out like i i think that it's just it's very hard it's very hard for them to make that plan work if matt and jag are trading off hohs and vetoes yeah i mean there is like maybe maybe an interesting scenario here where it's like if you're Suri and felicia um and you're talking about the physical competitions that matt and jagger are all going to win um the 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 fact is that Sari and Felicia lose to Corey and Blue too. Uh, like the difference between Corey and Blue and Matt and Jag for them in physical competitions mm -hmm. is pretty negligible. Uh, it's now a matter of like, what about the other competitions that we have a shot at? Um, and so I do uh, feel like though, okay, yes. But Matt and Jag beat them in a final two seat every time. Corey and Blue, I feel like it's a different story. Yes. Um, and, and that's why I think Suri is still like, we need to make sure that they aren't like running this show. But in terms of like competitions alone, I do think there's, there's an interesting path of thought for specifically Suri and Felicia that doesn't have to follow the same line that maybe a Corey or a Blue should be thinking. Because for Corey and Blue, taking out Matt and Jag means I get to start winning way more competitions. Um, but uh, for Suri and Felicia, it is a lot more about, um, you know, who, who do I think will actually be more beneficial to me if I try to set something up in an end game. Um, mm -hmm. And specifically for Suri, I actually don't think that's Corey. I don't want Corey there if I'm Suri because Corey uh, Corey is the person that has beat Suri in competitions the most. He outperforms her in more competitions than anybody else in the game, specifically because he consistently outperforms her in quizzes, which is her mm -hmm. best, uh, best style of competition. Um, and he also is the person I think least likely to ever bring Suri to the final. Yeah. Four, um, because he's more than anybody aware of how uh, sort of uh, 
dangerous she would be yeah. in the final two scenario. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. And I do think that like for Sari and Felicia, like I understand why Sari is like, I want Jack first, then Corey. Like I do. Now that we're talking it through, I do think that the difference between the two is sort of negligible, but also you would then get more time to bring America in. And if you're not the ones taking out Corey, you can spend that whole time like, you know, uh, helping her, being her listening ear, you know, like really bring her in, especially like Suri and Felicia are like the two older women in the house so that they can sort of comfort her, you know, make her feel like she's with the aunties, you know, like I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I guess I don't have an opinion either way. I think that if I was in their position, I would just want Jack because he's so good at everything. Um, but I, I don't think that that's the worst idea. I, yeah, I mean, I think that I think that they're both kind of right. I think yeah. that for Felicia, it does make sense, not necessarily for them to win and target Corey, but uh, mm-hmm. but like their ideal scenario, if they don't win, is that Corey leaves more so than like Blue leaves. Uh, certainly way more so than Blue leaves. Yeah. Um, and and, may, and certainly the ideal ideal scenario would be Jag leaves. That's super mm-hmm. great for them. Jag leaving means that blue is still after Corey. Corey's still after blue and they get. Um, so that's their best case scenario. And if they win HOH and they can take out Jag, that really works very well for them. Um, and so Jag, I think, is the ideal target. Uh, but I do also think that Felicia has the right idea of it. Yeah. Uh, and as does Sari, that after Jag, uh, Felicia kind of flops, swips, switches them, thinks Corey first, then, then Jag. But Sari, I think, has the most right of it. Jag first, then Corey. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're in a really, really great spot. I think mm-hmm. Blue is the most valuable asset to Sari specifically because she 1, beats 000%. Blue and Blue probably takes her to the final two. Yep. Um, and so and she can Ceri, win. Exactly. So I think Sari should absolutely want Blue to stay at almost any cost. Um, mm-hmm. Felicia is also valuable to Sari because Felicia being in the final three means she has a shot at making it to the part, the part three. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, those two, I think are the people she needs to protect the most. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, from there it's just, you know, how do you move forward? Uh, and all of this would be irrelevant because you're probably just not going to beat Matt and Jag in these comps, except they are thinking about throwing them. So, uh, who knows? Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll see what they decide to do. So. For Matt, Jag, and Bowie, they are talking things through. And Matt and Jag think that their conversations with Felicia and Sari have gone pretty well and that their goal is to get to the final five with them. Um, they think that if they can get Blue, Corey, or America to win the HOH and take each other out, they'll be set moving forward. Um, and they, uh, again, are starting to swing back toward the Blue idea of we take out Blue first, we cut off how close she is with Sari, that's better for us. Um, and then, you know, uh, Sari and, and Felicia will still be after Corey in America and, uh, and we will be, we'll, we can just start tanking competitions or dominating the competition. I would say. Um, so, uh, so that's where their head space is right now. Uh, they're starting to lean back toward taking blue out first, which does make a little bit of sense for them, uh, because it does cut off Sari, but it does leave Corey and America in there. But, you know, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. But they should win yeah. and do it. Yeah. I, 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 we talked this to death. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Blue is talking to Sari about how she, guess what, wants to throw the HOH to Matt or Jag so that they can take out Corey for them. And then they will be able to take the shot at Jag the following week. Um, and then once Jag and Corey are both out of the house, all the women can work together. It's the same plan with a different method, which is throw it to Matt and Jag. So he's like, we can't trust Matt and Jag to do that. And Blue's like, nah, we can. They're with, we're with us for now. Um, and, uh, and this is the, the biggest threat, I think, to Suri is Blue throwing this HOH because Blue winning and taking out Corey it's would like, not be bad for, for Sari. It, it's like blue. We just were like blue is the biggest asset like to Sari's game. Like blue can win. She'd take her to final three, you know, all this stuff. But blue is 
not good at Big Brother. So like I, she makes these unforced errors all the time. I'm sorry, I shouldn't make a sweeping statement like that. I don't, you know, it remains to be seen throughout the rest of the season. But she makes all of these unforced errors that are not good at all for Ceri's longevity. Like something like this is like, what? and she won't listen to her, you know? Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and really, ideally, Blue Winds takes out Jag. That would be the best case scenario for Sari. Um, and, uh, and really, one of Blue's only hopes moving forward, because if she takes out Jag, the problem is that she still has to deal with Corey. Um, but, like, you know, there's, there's just, like, the, the, the issue I think that a lot of these players are facing is that none of them see a clear path to the end. Um, mm-hmm. They all see it getting a little uh, rocky. Um, yeah. And for some, it's a lot rockier than others. Blue has an extremely rocky path ahead of her. Corey and America have extremely rocky paths ahead of them. Corey at least does. Um, and America has a rocky path to winning. Um, Suri has say, a... I, uh, I sort of feel like once Corey leaves, you can kind of pencil America in for final right. two. Yes. Uh, well, maybe not final two, but close. It, yeah. Maybe. Um and so Suri has like a fairly clear path um to both getting to toward the end and potentially winning um but it's just a matter of like how does she increase her odds of getting there um and then uh, but it's also still rocky in the sense that like she's not really in control of her own destiny mm-hmm. um and then Matt and Jag they are in this fantastic spot they have the clearest path but it's not slippery smooth it's not mm-hmm. brigade it's not the you know the hitman it's not uh you know the committee cookout. it's mm-hmm. uh it's not the cookout um it's 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 just a, it's like uh well if we do this we'll just have, have to keep winning um and they can't figure out how to guarantee the, that they lock the, it in it's the jackson mickey holly route you just yes. win <laughs> it is um, I actually, I was thinking about this, uh, yesterday, um, that, uh, it actually, it, this, this, this house kind of reminds me of, uh, of like big brother Canada six a little bit, very um, much mm-hmm. with, very with much all so. of the different like factions, uh, and everything, um, where, uh, like Corey is kind of like the Paris right now, uh, where he's been like, um, He's been an active part of the strategy, but his reads aren't always great. And he's constantly talking about throwing things that he shouldn't. Um, And uh, he has like his person, which is not a trio, but at least one person, um, but also like not really winning any comps. Um, And then Matt and Jag are kind of like the uh, um, the showman's Kayla and Kayla and Derek. Yeah. Yeah. uh, who are just kind of like in the driver's seat right now and winning the comps, but they will have to continue to win the comps. if They really want to continue to be like in the driver's seat. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, it gets a little messier from there uh, because there's no Johnny, but um, you know. I disagree that Corey is like the Paris because Paris was never the target, like out of the, she was in a trio and she was like at the bottom target of that trio. I mean, that's that's true. Corey's not like the person who's going to uh, like in terms of positioning, he is not the Paris. But in terms of like their style of play, uh, I think that um, it, it it's a little it, it kind of tra- I think Paris was a better social player, um, but uh, which is part of why I think she was in that spot. But uh, no, but, but I, I also think that I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. You covered the season live, but like I think during the season, people viewed Paris like the America. Um, I don't. Uh, I mean, there was there was the perception of her. Yes, uh, yeah. Like people came out of the house saying they weren't going to vote for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and the fans too, like, didn't right. respect her. That's so I'm not talking about perception. I'm talking about their style of play, I thought was okay. was interesting to me. I was seeing a connection because of how uh, the way that she would operate in the game is similar to him, but she was better at doing it than he is. Um, and uh, and sort of like the way that it's positioned against these two 
comp beasts who are like just making like winning the competitions um, and mm-hmm. having to sort of like leech off of them in a way uh, and hope that they think that he's so non-threatening that they don't bother to take the shot uh, until until he's able to. And like his path to win, I think, is the same as Paris's, where it's like he just has to win. He just has to comp out at the end, um, which is a little less likely than uh, it was uh, even there, I think. But um, so it's not it's not a, it's not even close to a one to one. It's just uh, just a, a light I was about to say I, I was about to say I I see it. I don't think it's quite one to one, but I see it. <laughs> Um, I mean, it, that was such a unique season. I think, uh, it's, it's interesting to me that I'm even, you know, getting any, uh, sort of connection to it at all. Cause it, it, it doesn't really exist, uh, anywhere else, but, um, we're going to keep going through this. Cam keeps saying the same things. Uh, Corey says to him at one point, here's the problem, Cam, no matter who comes through the door of that jury house, you're going to say, I told you so. I was like, no, that's not true. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Um, Corey and America is talk about how they still need to target blue. America doesn't believe the blue is not targeting them, even though they had a conversation. Uh, their plan is still that it's still to target blue. They still think that uh, that's the path they need to take moving forward. Um, Suri and Felicia uh, talk some more. They say Suri thinks if they win, they just need to straight up put both Matt and Jag on the block. Um, mm-hmm. and take out Jag. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Felicia is kind of down for it, but also kind of still feels like uh, Corey might be the play. Um, and because they're so focused on Jag, she has a conversation with Matt where she kind of is like, hey, Matt, how do you feel about Jag? <laughs> oh. What do you think? What do you, I mean, I, I don't know if Jag wants to go to the final two with you, do you? Um, you know, like, uh, what, what do you think about that? Uh, and Matt, of course, does his Matt thing where he is like, yes, I agree with everything that you're saying. Yes, I'm repeating it back to you. Um, and, uh, and this makes her feel even better about Matt. She's going to be like, I think Matt could be on board with us if we take out Jack. Um, and so, uh, so Felicia's still a little bit back and forth. Should Corey go first? Should Jack go first? Either way, they want to keep Matt around. Um, and Suri is uh, mostly on board with that as well. Um, even though she thinks that Matt probably needs to go up on the block next to Jag, she also thinks that Jag is the problem that Jag needs to go. Corey and America talk to Felicia and Suri, and Corey really pitches hard for Blue to go uh, with them. He says that, like, basically, if any of us win, we all target Blue, including Matt and Jag. If Blue wins, we try to push Bowie as the target. That's that's what Corey is pitching. Uh, Felicia doesn't really love that pitch, uh, which did not no. help Corey's case. No, it's a silly pitch. I understand why he wants blue because she's coming after him, but so are Matt and Jag. Yeah, I mean, you know, actually pitching for like Felicia and Sari to go after blue instead of Matt and Jag is is wild for Corey because them going after Matt and Jag would be fantastic for him. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he has expressed that he is uh, concerned. He doesn't want to pitch Matt and Jag to them for fear of it getting back to Matt and Jag. Uh, so, um, you know, Again, it's just, it's a lot of posturing um, it, throughout the day. And none of it is going to matter until the next HOH is crowned. I don't think this is a week where the plan is going to be set coming in. I think that somebody's going to win HOH and then they're going to be like, okay, I know we decided on blue, but let's have the conversation. Uh, and then they'll decide from there. Um, and I don't think anything's going to be locked in until, until at least Thursday night. Yeah. Definitely. Once we see who wins and go from there. The only thing that's locked in right now, and maybe I should not say this on podcast, but the only thing that's locked in right now is Cam leaving. Wrong. Yeah. So, um, Cam, stop. You're being incorrigible. Wrong. I've been being a good boy. Okay. Um, Yeah. My girl, Suri, hopefully... Everything stays the same and she stays. Yes. All right. Well, uh, anything else you wanted to bring up? Nope. I feel like we got into a lot of stuff today. A lot of meta level stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's what we have for you today then. Of course, uh, it is, it is Wednesday today. uh, So maybe we'll get some, uh, some more 
talk, but this this is one of those weeks. It reminds me of a different season when uh, this is how the game is normally played. The person on the block has absolutely nothing to uh, contribute, basically. Um, and so they're all just ignoring the person on the block and focusing on next week. The problem is that the focusing on next week is so just out there and uh, not solid that uh, none of that seems to matter either. And so it's this really just feels like a lot of a whole lot to do with uh, about nothing. Uh, it's yeah. just like uh, we've got nothing a really. A lot of games too. Yes. Um, so, uh, so stay tuned for that though. I'll be live tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that does happen today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. I'll let you know if anything has changed. Um, and then tomorrow night we will have our, uh, eviction and, uh, they did not say a live HOH, so I wouldn't get your hopes up for that. But, um, but by Friday we should know, um, we should have a much better idea of where the game will be heading, uh, soon. So. Uh, stay tuned for all of that. I will be live on Twitch tonight, twitch.tv slash Darren Armstrong, watching tonight's episode of Survivor uh, live with all of you. Um, and uh, and then I'll be live tomorrow tomorrow night as well, of course, watching the eviction episode. We'll be having a, uh, a recap after that. Uh, make sure you also head over to Post Show Recaps. I did a Wheel of Time season two finale podcast with them over there. Um, and uh, we're also going to have something for you uh, today, a little little treat for you uh today as well big brother related so stay tuned for that uh, also uh maggie what do you got going on yeah well i can't wait to get the sneak peek of what that is once we uh, are done being live i don't know um, if it's been announced yet <laughs> yeah that's why i'm like i can't wait i know what you'll tell me once this is for all i know the chat already knows but i don't know um so yeah what do i have going on um not a whole lot you can just find me on instagram tiktok threads at ml morgan underscore um you can keep up with everything that I'm doing. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's what we have for you then. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.